<laughs> Look, man, I can't help it that Todd Howard says this shit, all right? He said it. He went on stage and said it, all right? Yeah, I, and I don't... no one is letting him forget forever. <laughs> He'll never, he will never, ever, ever yeah. be able Never to live that down. Yeah. <laughs> But I feel I feel like the more time he goes on, he's just gonna lean into that shit, though. You know, mm. he's just gonna lean into the. Meme. He seems like the type. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, no reason to fight it. Just go along with it. I mean, they kind of already did in the last few uh, presentations they had at E three or Gamescom. Because I mean, at this point, yeah, fuck it, why not? Just just mm. lean into it. Just. Become the villain. Hmm. Become, become the thing that you you despise most. Embrace it. Hmm. Let it consume you. Wait, am I talking about the video game developer or the Sith? You'll have to figure that <laughs> out yourself. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, can you give me the stories? Uh. Do we have those? Uh, Why don't you have? Oh, they're yeah, yeah they're no, they're in our, there are there are they're in our chat, aren't they? In our in our conversation, yep. aren't they? Yeah, I and think the in our CMA one, I put yeah, them. Yeah. yeah. Are they in our conversation? I'm sorry, what? I mean, there's the Eurogamer story about Metacritic. There's the uh, Forbes. Uh, yeah. For Jedi Survivor. Uh, give me the Jedi Survivor one. Yeah, it's there in general. It. Mm, it is okay. I had. I just didn't scroll up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> I did. <laughs> all right. Stop. There's no need for all of that. Stop it. That was unnecessary. I just didn't scroll mm -hmm. up. It's fine. It's fine. If it's not directly in front of me, object mm -hmm. permanence kicks in, and I just forget it exists. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, now, now you're just being mean. That's that's all. That's just that's just being mean to me now. I don't really appreciate that. Oh goodness. Okay. Eh, don't um, mind it. Don't mind it. Once we end the call, you'll forget it anyway. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you wrong for that, sir. You wrong for that. <laughs> that was uncalled for. That was that was rude. That was that was straight rude. Uh yeah. So I think I have what I need for these. Um yeah, no, like Jedi Survivor is gonna be a weird one. Uh-huh. It's gonna be a weird Weird topic. Weird in what way? You'll see. You'll see. Uh, okay. You know, uh, I had the joy of seeing Pete's tweet about the uh, show he was on, and he was like, that was not the kind of fucking show I was expecting from, uh, oh. from him that week. He's like, that was mm -hmm. not what I was expecting. That was interesting. That was a new take for this show. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Pete, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes I gotta switch it up. I can't let you... I can't let you get comfortable on this show, Pete. I gotta hit you with something new once in a while. Really 
blow your mind when you come on. I can't let you get caught. You can't get comfortable. You never, you know, I don't, I don't want to give uh, those kind of YouTubers credit, but you should never be too comfortable. Always, always try something new. But you know what, CD? You know what I'm not doing? You know what I'm, mm -hmm. you know what I'm not doing right now is playing Chrono Trigger because that shit is done. And, mm -hmm. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Going through the Black Omen, my guy, that was an mm -hmm. experience. Oh, my God. Like, not, not, it wasn't difficult. I need you to really mm -hmm. take this in. It wasn't difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't like using this term to describe RPGs at mm -hmm. all because it is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. The Black Omen is a slog. Mm-hmm. It is a slog. A really painfully long slog. Yeah. So, lots of difficult enemies. No, not difficult. Not for me. They're not difficult. Oh, okay. There's just a fuck ton of them. <laughs> ah, okay. So just a lot of them. Okay. Yeah, you're you're doing all you're doing bunches of encounters, and it's just mm -hmm. it's just a long dungeon. Holy shit! Mm -hmm. And you kind of have to. Chrono Trigger is really good in a way that, like, you have to play around boss strategies. So bosses will mm -hmm. kind of have gimmicks. You got to just kind of work around them and not, mm -hmm. you know, do yep. the thing that's going to fuck you up. And yeah, one of... like, uh, one of them having a, a counter stance that pretty much fucks you up in two or three attacks when you yeah. miss time. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the stuff like that. It's just, oh, god damn it. Mm -hmm. One of them is they have, you, you, you're fighting and you're fighting a boss. I'm not going to spoil who because you mm -hmm. haven't gotten there yet. So I'm not going to spoil who. Where mm -hmm. you, they, they have hands and a head, uh, a la mm -hmm. Andros from Star Fox. And mm -hmm. um, you don't want to attack the hands, which sounds really counterproductive because usually, mm -hmm. usually in a lot of these boss fights where they have multiple bits, you kind of want to get rid of at least one of them because one of them usually has some kind of ability or something that makes the fight harder. Yeah, I there was already one of those that I had. Yeah. With uh, uh yeah, with no, hands no, don't do and that. a head. Don't do that. Don't get mm -hmm. rid of the hands. Just leave the hands alone. Mm -hmm. Uh because the hands do a fucking awful counter uh, fucking awful counterattack. Not mm -hmm. to mention, the hands have as almost as much health as the goddamn head does. Mm -hmm. The head has twenty eight thousand health. The hands have yeah, twenty. Quite a bit. The hands have twenty thousand health. At that point, motherfucker, I'm better off just attacking the head, anyways. At eight yeah. k health, like what? Why? Why would I ever? Yeah, oh, just do your. Just do your most powerful single target attacks and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I guess I guess I don't know what I was expecting out of this because I had never really uh -huh. like pushed myself this hard before. So I'm getting uh -huh. through Black Omen and I finally start getting to the boss rush of the Black Omen, right? Because up until uh -huh. up until a bit, it's mostly just fighting regular enemies and collecting chests and going through corridors uh -huh. and just fighting more enemies, going through corridors and all this bullshit. But then you get to like uh -huh. the actual like boss rush, and I'm like, oh, oh, this is not fun. 
Mm. Oh, it's just one boss after another. Mm-hmm. Ah. And then you fight Lavos at the end. And that's not even hard. That's just mm-hmm. a slog because he changes forms or changes attack patterns and you have to destroy all of them. And at some uh-huh. point, I'm just like, all right, you know, maybe if I didn't do everything like I did, this would actually be challenging. But right now, this uh-huh. is this is just boring. I don't, uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not. So it's like phase one, okay, phase two, uh-huh. phase three. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. up to like phase, phase up to like four. phase, up to like phase eight. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. no, it's not. <laughs> phase yeah, it's not. Seven. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not it's not a good time. Wouldn't wouldn't recommend it to my mm-hmm. my worst enemies. Huh. Hard to say. Won't I'm yeah. not yeah, I'm not really willing to like commit to that statement. Mm-hmm. It's like my worst enemies? I don't know, man. I I like my worst enemies, maybe. They might I might be willing to let them come get it. They they can come down there and get it. I don't I don't know if I'm really willing to commit to that. But yeah, no, that wasn't that wasn't fun. That wasn't a fun mm. time. It was it was cool to like do the Black Omen bit. I found out that that's the only way to unlock a new game plus in Chrono Trigger is you have to complete the Black Omen. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. Did not know that was a thing. I thought you just had to beat the game. No, you have to complete the Black Omen. You have to complete that. If you don't complete it, if you don't do that, you can you don't unlock New Game Plus. Yeah, found that shit out. That not not sure I would ever have done it otherwise, but you know, it's fine. Um, but unlike everyone else who usually fights her in a later part of the time stream. Because she exists uh-huh. amongst multiple different points in time. Since I have no intention on going through this slog again. Guess what, bitch? I went to twenty. I went to twelve thousand BC or whatever to uh-huh. her time period. I'm like, no, bitch. I'm killing you where you started. <laughs> when you die, you die. That is it. I am deleting your ass out the time stream. <laughs> wiping your ass out of existence you're not go you're like, not gonna have the luxury of existing in other you're, periods you're not time. going the salami tactic <laughs> yeah no no i don't want no i don't even want to dude holy god that was such an unfun experience i wouldn't no mm-hmm. fuck that no fuck that entirely I'm like, no, bitch, you get one shot and then i'm deleting your ass out the time stream that is it <laughs> Fucking adding her to my list of dead gods. <laughs> that's a thing I wanted. That's the thing I should probably add to my uh, channel description is how many gods uh-huh. I've killed. Hmm. Yeah, I I should have like a kill a killed god counter of how many gods uh-huh. I've killed since I started my channel. But then that we get into this really weird thing in video games where it's like so many enemies call themselves gods. And it's like, yeah. are you a I mean, god, though? Are you? Yeah. You'd have to delineate where's the where's the limit of, yeah, this is a god, this, nah. That's a demigod. You're not really a god. <laughs> you're... you're just really powerful, but god, nah. Yeah, nah. 
But once yeah. you get to the uh, SMT games, yeah, fair no, enough. No, yeah, th- yeah, at that point, you're actually just murdering God. That's actually... Uh, like, for instance, I almost wanted to put uh, Shada from Nino Kuni uh-huh. as being a god. Hmm. I said almost. <laughs> almost. Uh-huh. But then I was like, he was never a god. He was just a really powerful sorcerer. He was godlike, but at the end of the day, I still killed him. So no, you are yeah. you are in fact not a god. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, that that was uh-huh. a god, dead ass, straight up god. There's no there there is no uh-huh. debate there. Final Fantasy Nine, yeah, you killed a god. You killed the god of death. No matter how poorly defined he is, he was a god. Uh-huh. Final Fantasy VIII, yeah, yeah, that was a god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That that was a deity of some description. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy... Uh, Dragon Quest XI? Hmm. Act three? <laughs> That's a little hard. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if he qualifies. Mm. I almost put Sephiroth in that list from Final Fantasy VII, but Twitter blew up at me about that shit. Because I'm like, is Sephiroth a god? And they're like, no. I'm like, are you sure? His final phase kind of seems godlike to me. You fight the motherfucker in heaven. He has angel wings. I'm pretty sure that's... Deity status. But yeah, no, Twitter did not like that shit. Lesson learned. Uh-huh. Anyway, CD, how's your week? It's been pretty decent. Um, I've been playing a new release called what? Honkai Star Rail. Ah, yeah, I've heard. I've uh-huh. heard some of my other friends talking about this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the game by the Genshin devs. Which, yep, nice game. It has uh, some notable differences to Genshin. For one, it's not open world, which is a breath of fresh air, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Mm-hmm. And in contrast to Genshin, the battles are turn-based. Mm. Okay. And it's quite nice. Yeah. You have, oh, you have your um. Your characters all have pretty much your regular attack, a special, an additional skill that uses skill points, and ultimate that charges up over over time when you um, hit the weaknesses of enemies. And then there's let me think. That's the main things. But there's also special uh, things that can trigger after war- after certain skills uh, are active. Like uh, one of my uh, first characters has a defense um, skill that gives a selected character a shield, mm-hmm. which acts as a buffer before losing HP. The shield is uh, burnt down and... After that, the character, the defending character, does a uh, sort of a follow-up attack after the enemy attacked the uh, defended character, which deals a bit of additional damage. Just neat. And 
obviously same as Genshin, there's the um, gacha element to it. So I found a few additional characters so far, which is quite nice. There's a nice um, mix there. The elements this time are not the same as in Genshin, but there's a neat very... There are close, but there are some are the same. Some are different, I think. Um, instead of uh, the earth element, it's just physical. <coughs> For example, there's the usual fire, ice, lightning. Um, what was it? One was, I think, quantum, which is... Well, it's its own kind of element but not quite because it's probably uh counts as kind of a time element in the game and i think though uh lightning i mentioned i think and i think that's all of them so far maybe there are more but i think those might be all of them and i have so far put in a few hours into that uh story is the Decently interesting. Uh, you start off in a um, space station that gets invaded. Your main character this time uh, is not lost in a different world like in the in Genshin, but all the same, you don't know how you got there. Yeah, still sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, you don't have your memory uh, and the. And most of the characters don't know you. The one character at the beginning that you just meet for a short while uh, apparently knows you, and she she implants a, a stellarum into you, which is kind of an energy source, uh, but also kind of a connection to a higher being. I'm not quite sure what it is yet. That's something the game is probably gonna explain as it go as as the story goes along but it certainly did show some effect after the first big boss fight oh nice mm -hmm. so that's yep yeah, it's gonna be interesting it's uh also um it's uh, more of a science fantasy uh game in contrast to the more classical fantasy in genshin mm, okay yeah i thought which I feel that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the star rail in the name is rather literal. Because yes. what you do is, uh, after you beat back the invasion in on the base, uh, there's a train that arrives. Like, um... Not exactly a very modern train, but it's... It almost looks like a relatively old school train. Oh, okay. I'm mm -hmm. listening. And they just use a sort of uh, uh, sort of a. It's not a visible tray. It's not visible rails, but they go through uh, space on rails. And uh, when we now move to another planet and there's something on the planet that uh, prevents us from moving on. So now we're 
trying to find out where the source of the problem is and fix it. Dope. Mm. The characters are interesting and decent, not annoying so far. Certainly not in the Japanese dub. I don't know about the English one. I haven't really uh, tried that because I haven't had very many good experiences with English dubs with Genshin. Yeah. I haven't had many good experiences with English dubs with a lot of these more Japanese games anyways. The English mm -hmm. voice the English voice acting can be pretty hit or miss. And like mm -hmm. despite yeah. Despite a very small vocal minority, and I do mean very small mm -hmm. vocal minority who feel that Ryza is unplayable without a dub, which, by the way, uh -huh. fuck you, it's not. <laughs> the game is still amazing, and the story still mm -hmm. breaks my fucking heart at the end, so fuck you. Despite that vocal minority, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I will never, ever, ever shun a game for only having subs. I just, I can't, yeah. I just, mm -hmm. I, I love, like I said, the reason I love Deriza so much is they have this uh, bit in the uh, option where, you, where each of the, mm -hmm. each of the voice actors recorded uh, a bit where they talk to the player, right? They say, thank ah, you for neat. buying the mm -hmm. game. They talk about their experience voicing it. Mm, and there are, there nice. are some very standout people who made me mm -hmm. smile, like made me oh. ear to ear smile. One, Riza. The girl who plays Ryza, mm -hmm. her voice is infectious. You can't hear her voice without smiling. I don't think, I genuinely don't think it's possible. I don't think you could listen to what she says and not smile. And if you do. Mm -hmm. That, mm, I got words for you. Got fucking words for you. And mm -hmm. uh, the guy who plays Lent, the big bulky, mm -hmm. the bigger guy. His voice is mm -hmm. also infectious, and mm. every time he opens his mouth, I also smile. And I would challenge anybody to listen to either of their voices in those voice bits. And that smile, I don't think it's possible. I don't think you have a soul at that point. But anyways, as you were, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I, haven't, I have usually also played Genshin in the Japanese dub, because... Last time I experienced something of the English dub was uh, one of the musical, um, one of the songs in the game that are uh, played. I think it's in the later part of the story. And oh, oh boy, that did not sound good. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> and but the story and the characters so far in in uh, Hogkai Star Rail are quite nice. And I I really like the science fantasy aspect of it in terms of the setting. Because there are some really nice uh, characters that way. One of them that I, found, that I got through the gacha is um, essentially a ranged ice damage uh, dealer. That has the sort of um, floating um, rail guns, sort of. It's like uh, it's like um, this long, just 
pretty round and they uh, float to the enemy above the enemy and shoot down for example or the ultimate uh, there's four of those bits that uh, essentially create a circle of ice uh, around the enemy group which also deals uh, what was it defense reduction so yeah it's quite nice and the Different weapons are also kind of mix. The first characters you meet are uh, pretty much standard. One has a bow, one has a spear. Your main character has a bat. <laughs> the weapon of champions. You're, you're a physical uh, damage dealer. And... Ah, yes. My Persona 5 strategy of, mm -hmm. of can I hit it with a weapon and can I hit mm -hmm. it hard? Yeah, the ultimate is either hit one enemy really hard or hit an enemy group pretty hard <laughs> yeah it's a really good damage dealer in that regard and yeah i kind of like the mix and then there's some that have uh, like these um these flying uh ice cannons and then there's one has sort of a floating disc that has uh, sort of mahjong pieces on it, and she uses those to deal damage because they they enlarge and then get shot at the enemies, for example, or in the ultimate, she takes them and hits the board, which symbolizes the enemies. <laughs> so they essentially get a splash damage. This, this it's fun is, in the animations. This game is sounding more and more like something Yakuza Seven would have came up with. I don't know, man. <laughs> this sounds this sounds like some Yakuza like a dragon summon shit. <laughs> someone, it someone, might not, fucking might someone... not be quite that uh, elaborate, but I don't know, man. It's, He's cer so it's certainly not a straightforward, uh, plain uh, fantasy uh, shooty bow and spears and stuff. There's certainly yeah. some neat elements to it. I dig it. I dig it. I might mm -hmm. have to try it. Yeah. Well, so far, I can recommend. All right. Fair. Uh, yeah. And that's uh, from the gaming uh, viewpoint. That's been pretty much my week. Oh, cool. Uh, mm. Okay. Cool. Well, time for the uh, <laughs> time for the newness, the the hotness yeah. of this of this week. Uh, so, you know, I, uh, I feel like it's very common now that we have to talk mm -hmm. about PC games that come out that are, uh, busted. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, yeah. In a Star Wars Jedi Survivor, the, uh, the PC game, the PC port, was, mm -hmm. uh... Whew, it's busted. It's it's mm -hmm. dead ass. It is dead ass busted. So my question yeah. is, CD, the, mm -hmm. the 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 theming for this, I kind of want to stick with for this topic is: mm -hmm. should we be past this shit by now? Yeah, like, I would no, I would no, expect like, so. <laughs> like okay, no, no. Let me let me elaborate. I understand mm -hmm. that technology becomes more complicated, right? So, like, time goes on, technology to some degree becomes a little bit more complicated. You add a little few more doodads onto it, the gears get a little more complex, and that makes things harder. Fine. Right? And the thing is, we, 
we were all fine back in like 2010 and 11 uh-huh. when like a console game came out to PC and it was, uh, you know, Gears of War 1, right? Or we all, we Arkham were all like, Knight. yeah, we were all like, okay, like, fine, this sucks. Mm. But I just, I have a really hard time, like, really buying into the idea that for all the advancements, streamlining of engines, for all the advancements we've made, uh-huh. the PC, the, the the PC as a platform is still that fucking roadblock that we just can't. It's this insurmountable fucking road, fucking fucking the the, the road thing. You know, at the on sidewalks they put roadblock. those. Yeah, they put those um. <laughs> pipes thing there to keep you from driving uh-huh. up onto the fucking sidewalk yeah it's mm-hmm. one of those we just can't get mm. by that shit like <sighs> like is it even valid anymore to be to say oh well peace making a p uh, making a pc port is because there's too many kinds of pcs and every pc is different so they can't account for no i just don't think that's a thing anymore like it is a thing but like by yeah. this point engines it really shouldn't be by this point i would like to believe that unless you've unless this game was made off of an in-house engine Uh right which wouldn't excuse it but i'd at least be like okay optimization i guess but i mean kojima yeah but this isn't even made in unreal engine 5 so it isn't even a particularly new engine (laughs) <laughs> this is still Android Engine 4. So. And this is, uh, what was it? The sixth title that's busted just this year. Yeah, this is becoming a common. <sighs> this is not. Yeah. This is no longer. It, it, this it, year, <laughs> this is not a special case. This is common for these big releases. And it's bullshit. And I want to just point out um, that for the Forbes article that uh, we used, uh-huh. uh, the person that wrote this article says, I have an RTX 3080 GPU, uh-huh. a Ryzen so 7 5800X3D CPU, 32 uh-huh. gigs of RAM, and everything is running on an on SSD drives. The OS is uh-huh. on NVMe. So what he's saying is, when you want prime conditions to play a video game, he's got the SSD, uh-huh. he's got the processor, he's got the baller the GPU. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm gonna be real. He's got, he's got loads of RAM. Yeah, he's got 32 gigs of RAM. Uh-huh. When you want to talk about having the optimal situation to play a video game, yeah, this is as close to it as you can get without being, uh, without spending over, <laughs> over the over the sensible limit, especially nowadays given graphics card prices. Because, like, the the original topic I had was. Uh-huh. Is making a p is making a game for PC more difficult than we as a consumer thought it was because we're seeing these games come out 
one mm -hmm. after another after another. And the PC version is fucking busted. So, mm -hmm. if this was like one game out of the year that came out busted, we would just look at the dev and go fix that shit, right? Mm -hmm. One or two games, fine, fix that shit. Bro, mm -hmm. this is like you said, this is six games, my dog. Six ga six games have come out consecutively, and they have been busted as shit. Come out the door looking like the beast out of Beauty and the Beast. Busted in the face <laughs> and everything. You can't... Y'all can't tell me nothing. Coming out the gate looking busted. Maybe maybe we were the wrong one. Because... Mm. Hell no. <laughs> I don't even think this is the this is the argument people had back in the PS3 and Xbox 360 days where they're like, oh, devs need to develop for the PC first and then port the games to console that way. Like, I don't even think that's it anymore. I don't even think that's the problem. The P the the console the consoles are so they're so close to just being they the consoles have been so close to just being PC since the PS4 and Xbox One that uh -huh. you could in theory make the same game and just tinker a little bit with certain things and come up with a re a relatively good product. Now I'm not. Yeah, a, I'm not. That's just one diff. That's just one big difference between console and PC, which is probably uh, one of the reasons that's causing problems. Okay, I'm listening. The shared memory. Okay. You have the regular memory and the VRAM on PC, which mm -hmm. is split. One's on the main motherboard. One's in the graphics card you don't have that uh separation on console and it's easier to develop for the console then because it's just one pool as opposed um, to two pools two two different well partly partly that but uh the problem then becomes when you port it over to pc because mm. you have to account for that separation oh and that might be one of the issues that maybe they have too much uh, data going to and from between the regular RAM and the video RAM, which might cause performance issues. The bugs and glitches and all that's a wholly separate thing, but the performance is very likely affected by that. But, like, they all have this problem, though? Like all, all the big, all the big releases have that problem nowadays. Yeah, that's my they? point. That's my point, though. Yeah, like I just, to me, to me, I just, I don't know, man. Like, if I see, if I see you fuck up, right, mm -hmm. and then I see the guy behind you in line fuck up, and then I mm -hmm. see the guy behind him in line yeah. fuck up, one would think that at some <laughs> point they'd learn. <laughs> One would think. <laughs> Although from what I've heard with uh, at least with Jedi Survivor, eh, performance isn't but is not the only issue. No, no. It, uh, to be fair, they plain did not test this well. Which, which is, I'm gonna be. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be honest. 
gonna be gonna be really honest here. Uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to feel like uh, that ten dollars that they pushed us to pay them more for video games might not be going towards making the fucking video game. (laughs) Damn, didn't EA just didn't EA relatively recently close one of their uh, locations that was mainly focused on quality assurance? Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, who would have who would have thought closing yeah. quality assure uh, closing a uh, closing a studio for quality assurance would result in a uh-huh. game that isn't of qual. so is the console game better, or is the console game a mess? I've only really heard about the PC I... game being a mess. Yeah, I haven't heard. Uh, big issues from the console side in this case but oh, okay i'm not no. sure if it's i'm not sure if it's also if it's how good the performance there is but i've heard certainly didn't hear these complaints with it and also there's one other thing um on pc that's likely contributing mm, okay go on de nuvo Oh, yeah, but CD, they've assured yeah. us Denudo doesn't harm performance at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's always been wrong. <laughs> Denuvo De doesn't hurt the performance. Uh-huh. De, there's no proof sure. that Denuvo would hurt the performance of a video game. Actually, I think uh, there is proof. There is proof for that. I was being facetious. I was. It was a joke. <laughs> it, it was. It was a joke. It was mm-hmm. a joke. <laughs> I just. I don't know, man. I. I still like. To me, this. This. This feels like we. We've been hitting this wall this this year, specifically mm-hmm. with PC gaming, and I don't get why. Because I don't feel I I genuinely don't think the technology that we have at our disposal should be this difficult. Yeah, and it isn't. Otherwise, we wouldn't have uh, so many releases that aren't this fucked up. Yeah, that aren't this busted. Especially when you have people running the game on rel on. I wouldn't say even say relative fucking good. I mean. This guy from Forbes, that's not a relatively decently good... high end. Yeah, that's decently a... high end hardware. Yeah, that's a pretty nice fucking system. If you want to mm-hmm. throw that yeah. my way, I wouldn't. It's not no. the most recent generation, but it's still a 3080 is still decently high end. The Ryzen 7 5800 is a... the X3D is specifically gaming optimized due yeah. to its uh, 3D cache. He's got it on an SSD, so and the SSDs. I mean, SSDs are pretty much standard nowadays anyway, or should yeah. be, on so any I, system. I'm and really... 32 gigabytes of RAM is certainly enough. So yeah, I'm not... I uh, I keep waiting for someone mm-hmm. to like enlighten me on with an actual yeah. reason why making a game for PC has turned into this giant affair where the game comes out busted. And... I don't really think there is an excuse anymore. I don't feel like there. I think technology. Nope. I think engines. I think, I think the excuse that there's too many PC configurations compared to console configuration configurations, maybe, maybe, maybe that in, 
maybe that might have applied years ago. That might have. In in limited aspects. I can understand if there are some bugs that are not found at release due to some specific configurations, because obviously they can test every configuration or every driver version and all that. Right. But something this busted? No. Yeah, no. Not I'm not buying it. No, not at all. Anyway. This seems, this seems like a we'll fix it in post syndrome. Yeah, this is the whole fix. <laughs> CD, you didn't have to mm-hmm. pull out my editing habits. <laughs> don't appreciate that. Really don't. Really don't appreciate that. So, Metacritic, uh, a website uh-huh. I don't use often, uh-huh. ever. Um, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. Uh, uh-huh. I won't. I don't really like. I think. I use Metacritic in so much as I think we've used it as a reference point on our show, but that's mm-hmm. about as far as I go with using Metacritic. I don't really frequent yeah. Metacritic. Mm-hmm. Um, I go, I go to OpenCritic out of interest if a game releases and want to see how it's generally received. But I'm not going there for a uh, for a specific um, rating of a game. Right. I just want to see. Okay, is this game received well or not by the reviewers? For so, other things, I only look at Metacritic if there's a specific controversy, like Warcraft Three refunded. Yeah, <laughs> then right. it's fun. Then it's fun to go there. <laughs> um, you know, CD, I can always appreciate the fact that you're in it for the bit. Mm-hmm. You're you're in it for the gag. You're in it for the laugh. You, you go on to Metacritic with a very particular mission, and that is for a good laugh. And you know what? I appreciate that. Uh-huh. I appreciate that. Uh, the title of this story is Metacritic Improving Moderation After Abusive, Disrespectful, Horizon Forbidden West Burning Shores Reviews. And I'm going to tinker with this one a little bit because this isn't – All right. This alone wouldn't really – Usually doesn't mm-hmm. get me. We hear about review bombing all the fucking time. Oh, yeah. Right? My thing is... Mm-hmm. And this is something I've always kind of felt. Is like, okay. Mm-hmm. At what point, reasonably speaking, like... Review bombing, If okay, you can look at review bombing in a couple different ways. You can look at uh-huh. it as just assholes being malicious, which, uh-huh. you know, fucking... Sometimes there are those, obviously. Yeah, yep. fucking fair. And sometimes you can look at it as a consumer outcry. The, uh-huh. the, there's something going on, and the consumer needs to put their voice out there and review bombing is the best way to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they poison the well a little bit in that regard, but yeah, fine, fine, okay, whatever. It's the problem is it's usually not the same people. Yeah, no, it's not the it's not the same it's not the same people. So, so in cases like the aforementioned Warcraft Three uh, Reforged, it was a definitely very valid response. Yeah. My thing is, right, uh-huh. are we at the point where maybe 
where maybe we might actually want to start having more more places that kind of actually kind of actually like link you to whether or not you've actually played the game or not like steam yeah, does I mean, it steam with, steam, yeah, exactly. steam does it is yeah. that should that become in steam you see how much the game the, how much the account has played at the point of the review and at current like for example is yeah. that that might be a that might be a thing to do if that's possible with uh, things like Metacritic because theoretically you could probably link your PlayStation account, but I'm not sure if it's possible to read the data of yeah this person has the game and has played it, but it you, might be you, if if since your there's if your other sites like if your trophies aren't mm -hmm. hidden if they're not yeah. hidden. It will because there's site like PSN profiles, which shows all your trophies and such, so that probably could be used for that. Yeah. Because here's my thing, right? Mm -hmm. I, on one hand, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not really about the notion of like hardcore moderation to some degree, mm -hmm. because you get to a point when the notion of moderating becomes mm -hmm. a bit more a little too hands-on for my taste right mm -hmm. you go from yeah. moderating racist content and that kind of shit mm -hmm. to like shit that's probably not bad but you feel like it's bad so you get rid of it anyways i don't like these guys opinions i'm gonna put it out choke it chuck it out so so yeah. To me, that's always a bit I of a would problem. Take to me, I just I I honestly think that for a lot of these places, especially these uh -huh. places that like aren't Steam, having a way to like actually like link yourself to an account and uh -huh. say like, okay, this person has, well, I was gonna say played the game, but that could be uh -huh. as little as started it. But again, at least with Steam, it the shows game you is how there much... on their yeah. profile. Yeah. yeah, the game it's... is there on their profile, so we're gonna take that as verified. I mean, things like Rotten Tomatoes, uh, they just verify your tickets. They they have no idea how long you've stayed in the movie or if you've been in there anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say they just say, okay, this guy has bought the ticket, so he can make a review, or he counts as a. Uh, verified review because i guess like review bombing ain't new but it's mm -hmm. obviously Certainly becoming not. more and more of a thing it's mm. it's always i mean it's always kind of been a thing but we have seen it used mm -hmm. to more of an effect at least as far as just generating fucking headlines if i'm gonna be honest with you yeah yeah, mm -hmm. at, the, at the bare minimum, it generates fucking headlines for fucking Eurogamer or Kotaku to call. Certainly, if it's people. a topic like this, yeah. All right, I guess I guess I shouldn't like not mention why Forbidden mm -hmm. West was getting fucking review bombed. Uh, specifically, Burning Shores, the expansion DLC for Forbidden West. Alloy's gay, or that, that's that's the thing. Like, look, yeah. That's it. What? I'm I'm just gonna yeah. keep it real. Like that's just it. She mm -hmm. kisses another girl, people didn't like it. Fuck you. I got She can. She, she can. can. It's an option. 
you oh. don't have to. It's a dialogue option. Pretty much near the end of uh, the DLC. Oh, oh, it's an option. Okay, so yeah. what the fuck? Okay, they don't pick that up fucking option, assholes. Damn. Mm-hmm. So, like... Like, you know what? I, I don't even... The, like... th the thing is, yeah. Uh, there's... I'm pretty sure there's definitely um, quite a few um, reviews in there that just don't like that. As oh, in, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. We, they absolutely. don't like that. That's obviously, yeah. Yeah, clearly. But I feel if we would start moderating it, then stuff like um, I didn't find this storyline believable or well done or something like that might also get swept under the rug with yeah, that. That's, yeah, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, at the very least, I think it would serve more useful to have a way to link people to mm -hmm. the fact that they've played the game more than mm -hmm. like fucking hardcore ass moderation yeah because at the very at the very least if someone has played it and they have an opinion mm -hmm. at least they're building that opinion off of actually playing the game Versus, mm -hmm. I don't know, an asshole who saw a clip on YouTube out of context yeah. and decided that this game is going to brainwash his kids into being fucking mm -hmm. gay. Yeah. Which, or be a troll and uh, just yeah. add to the fire. Because yeah, I, like, those are also there, I'm sure. Like, I, I, I think that... And I, I realize that the common argument as to why they shouldn't is... Well, you know, the, I don't want my identity being linked to my account. That's just Orwellian. That's that. You don't even have to make it public. You don't even have to make it public. The yeah, link to the, the account. Yeah. You just you could just mark the review with a star as uh, yeah, this is a verified account. Yeah, this account this something account, like that. At the very least has played the game mm -hmm. so you know it's trust yeah because that... the account has the game in their in their uh library that's fine yeah because like that's one of the main reasons steam reviews mm -hmm. to me at least i take them a little bit more seriously because yeah. at the very least you see mm -hmm. how you can see how long they've played the game and I'm less mm -hmm. likely to take you seriously if you've only had the game booted up for 10 minutes now that being mm -hmm. said if your view is the game won't run more than a couple of minutes before closing, I've only played the game yeah. for ten minutes. Well, there you go. I and got my context. I got my context. It's yeah, it's all exactly. Contextual. It's all contextual. Exactly, and the really... Steam adds that context so you can. Yeah, so you can make. Yeah, the, you, can you can see. Make, it. You can make that decision, and unfortunately, mm -hmm. Metacritic. Well, unfortunately, or however you wish to view it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know yeah with metacritic it's just open season for everything essentially but which... so i want to yeah. run i want to run by you something i've seen mm -hmm. this is a sentiment i've seen amongst mm -hmm. people within the uh i don't want to say you know what I'm going to say it. I'm going to catch shit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to catch shit because some of them do. Some of them I know sometimes listen to the show. and They're not going to like me to say okay. it like this. Some of the more influencer types. I'm mm -hmm. going to just say that. 
I would just I'm gonna say okay. some of the more influencer types. They don't like being called that. That uh, mm-hmm. Metacritic should just not have user reviews. Hmm. Like let Metacritic uh collate all of the professional reviews and just mm-hmm. not have the user review section. Mm, I disagree. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think you would. <laughs> didn't, didn't think you would didn't didn't really didn't, didn't really mm. think that you would uh be on board with that to begin with yeah now i should mention the context the main reason they believe this is that if uh-huh. metacritic is just going to be abused over and over and over again with review bombing and metacritic uh-huh. is just going to do nothing about it and just consistently let these kind of review bombs happen totally uh-huh. for story then, like, why bother having them? The the user reviews don't really have any value if once if something if something with the game can trigger the game's user score, which some which I might actually take a little bit more seriously sometimes than the professional score. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe it hurts the the integrity of the of the entire. The entire system, if the if the system, can I wouldn't be, say so. If the system can be swayed by like one or two small happenings with the video game, and the user score can be tanked within a matter of hours, I would say, suck it up and just take the few minutes to look into how why the review <laughs> bombing happened, and then decide for yourself if it's useful or not for you. Yeah, because otherwise. There wouldn't have been a review bomb for Warcraft 3 Reforge, for example. And sure, I'm sure there would have been other ways people have, would have complained, but I don't think uh, there would have been a an easy way to make it that public and that noticeable. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. That's the advantage of uh, Metacritic being such a um, public and big site. That it has these rather in a uh, pretty much a central position where you have all your games. You can just quickly look for all the games and see what the problem is. Or if it's just something like, uh, yeah, we don't like this or something like that. If it's really something broken or if it's just something people don't like or are outraged about or whatever. Right, right. Again, just a perspective I've seen from some of the more mm, influencer sure. types on the internet that I, I tend to uh, have correspondence with. The, the general view is, mm-hmm. well, this, this shouldn't be there then. If it's just going to be abused, then why bother even having it? It doesn't serve any purpose if I go there and, you know, a small thing with the game can then trigger an avalanche of bad reviews and then fucking poison the well of the user review score now the scores now the score is down to like a three out of ten when realistically uh-huh. it might not even be a three out of ten it might be something sure. else for one reason or another and like and i i well i don't think getting rid of the user reviews is a good idea uh-huh. i don't think i don't think getting rid of a way for consumers to voice you know, their opinion uh-huh. on a product is a good thing. I think that's uh-huh. 
that's an Orwellian rabbit hole. I'm not exactly interested in jumping down and mm-hmm. finding out what happened. I don't know if you know this CD, but uh, uh, finding out is proportional to fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yep. Yeah, it's proportional. Yep. I so, know that one. So if you, <laughs> the more you fuck around, the, the more, more likely you are to find out. You're gonna find out. <laughs> I ain't willing to find out, CD. Not me. Not this guy. Not today. Not today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. I think there are, like I said, I think there are better ways of handling this than mm-hmm. extreme heavy-handed moderation. Yep. And I think Agreed. there's better ways to handle this that aren't. We'll just get rid of the comment section. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. But the thing, okay. So, like, I want to. God, I this this is such a this is such a hard thing for me to talk about because it it's not just fucking this that this happens, right? It's mm-hmm. it's like getting getting rid of the comment section. This isn't even like just specifically on Metacritic because YouTubers have done this in the past. Mm-hmm. Like, Total Biscuit yeah. is one of the best examples where he just. Remember, he just didn't even have a comment section on YouTube for, like, the longest time. And, like, uh-huh. his reasoning for not having it, I mean, ah, fine. It's fine. You came to that conclusion yourself. Fine. Um, I don't know. I don't really, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like that yeah. idea of just being like, oh, well, if the... If the kids aren't going to play nice with their toys, then I guess we'll just get rid of the toy. I... Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Nah. Not not really something I'm... It's just the same as with the uh, stupidity of YouTube getting rid of the thumbs down uh, display. Yeah. By the way, it did. I, I still mm. see thumbs down. I had, There's an actual Google Chrome. Yep. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah, good, good job, good job, good job with that, Google. You didn't get rid of it; you just hit it, and mm-hmm. I, I still see them. I can still see. Yeah, them might not be quite as accurate, but yeah, this didn't help anything. Yeah, this didn't fix anything. All right. So, as my uh, new method of talking about stories has been mm-hmm. so far a success, let's jump into the last one. The United Kingdom regulator blocks Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Due to cloud gaming concerns. Okay, mm-hmm. I have a question. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a question. Why don't we just let Activision Blizzard just fucking burn? <laughs> no, like, no, like, okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Look, we all, look, we've all come to the conclusion that Microsoft probably got a really good deal on this buy. Because of what all the shit Activision Blizzard was going for, plus Bobby Kotick. Mm-hmm. Let's just, let's keep it honest. And King, yeah. Yeah, and King. I, I don't really, like, I know at first I said this could be a pretty big shakeup to the industry if Microsoft bought them. But the longer this mm. goes on, the more my uh darwin side of my brain starts to kick on and i'm like okay but what if we let it die (laughs) what if we just let natural selection just decide whether or not this company is allowed to live without being absorbed by another fish like yeah we lose 
we problem is they will definitely be still be around. Oh yeah, they're absolutely gonna be around. But I think what would more likely happen is, you know, at some point they're gonna end up just selling off properties. We've seen companies do that. Hmm. I mean, I think they would. I think Activision would much rather get rid of properties than ever not then Bobby then not give Bobby Kotick his bonus <laughs> at the end. Of, at uh, the the end thing of... is. The thing is, which properties would they sell off? Because anything they're not using is not worth the money to sell. Ah, uh, yeah. And the other properties they're still using are worth more when they still keep them and use them. Yeah, that's So yeah. selling them, not going to happen. The dormant IPs are just going to stay dormant and... The others, they're just going to keep using, like Diablo, Overwatch, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Candy I mean, Crush. Maybe, fine, maybe they don't die. Mm -hmm. Or oh, they definitely won't die. Oh, That's, so public opinion. They have more than enough money. Public opinion will do them in one way or another. Like, mm. like, like uh, there's one thing I've learned from Disney, from Disney movies back when I was a kid. Uh, mm -hmm. I may not be able to kill you, but there are many things far worse than death. <laughs> Return of Jafar, Aladdin 2, easily one of my favorite Disney movies of all time. <laughs> Just context, Jafar's a genie, he wants to kill Aladdin, genies can't kill. So instead of killing Aladdin, he's just planning on torturing Aladdin for all time, because he can't kill mm -hmm. him. It's really dark, but... It serves the purpose. Yeah. Uh, cloud gaming concerns. That's an interesting thing for them to have a, an issue with. Yeah, especially since up to th before this, uh, the main uh, talking point has been Call of Duty. Yeah, I wonder, <laughs> wonder what uh, triggered that uh, change. <laughs> they My... probably went down the line because Microsoft said, okay, there's deals here, there's deals there, there's deals there about Call of Duty. And then they went to the next point of the list. Ah, here, cloud gaming. There's a problem. Yeah, I feel this is one of those moments where I got to say, I think the UK is being far more thorough than I think the US ever has been about about mergers i don't think the us is we're not generally very thorough unless there's actually a crime being committed like unless a, although unless the a, ftc did have or did also have complaints about the merger so yeah the question is obviously yeah how how thorough have they been but yeah the uh, cma in britain has certainly been much more often in the news about this yeah, a much more uh, caring about whether or not this is a great uh, idea mm -hmm. to let to let Microsoft buy up a proverbial yeah. large section of the industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and this whole thing is certainly gonna stall the whole thing at least a few years. <sighs> Ugh. So, yeah, this might. Be the death sentence for this merger. We'll, it might we'll not have to be, see. It might not be worth it at that point. You're gonna keep. They're gonna keep getting stalled out. Like it's like mm -hmm. okay, I'll take my money and go elsewhere. I'll buy. I'll buy something else with my billions of dollars. F for one, that for and the other is also they have to extend the merger um, 
proposal because the whole deal has a certain time limit in it oh. if it doesn't go through by that i think it's uh june july something like that this year and if activision says yeah the the deal like that is still okay then it'll be extended i suppose but if they'd say yeah no not for that amount of money we want more then who knows how much is Activision Blizzard? Because at that point, you have to ask, how much is Activision Blizzard really worth? <laughs> how much? I mean, how much? Didn't they just recently have their earnings uh, thing? Let's see. I think they had their um, financial results released just recently. Uh, first quarter net bookings grew 25%. Mobile grew double digits year over year. All right. I feel you. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting they, down. They've apparently certainly been um, quite decent there. Let's see. Financial report 2023. There's a good summary for it. The point I'm trying, the point mm -hmm. I kind of want to, I want to touch on specifically mm -hmm. is like. And net revenue grew 35% year on year. Ah, uh, was that before or after they cut like a bunch of employees? Cause I know how Activision Blizzard works. How, how many how many how many people did they lay off in order to fudge those numbers? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard any about any layoffs recently in yeah. terms of Activision Blizzard. Oh, really? Ah, good for them. Uh, wait, no, no, not at least. Good for at them. least there have I at least I don't think there has been any in the news from what I heard. I'm not I'm not giving them that. I'm not giving them a but, pat in the back for the bare minimum. Sorry, it's not my. You're gonna have to see if uh, something happens there, but partially this is of course. Call of Duty and the pre-orders for Diablo 4. And interestingly, as this was another record quarter for Candy Crush developer and publisher King. Of course. Mm-hmm. Of, co of, co of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, totally. Of course. Why not? Uh-huh. Fuck, Fuck it. We're already here. This King is a really big part of this whole thing. They really get a um, nice amount from that. Of course. Of course. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? I'm not allowed to be mm -hmm. happy anyways. Fuck it. My happy, my <laughs> happiness? No, fuck it. I don't, I don't get to be fucking happy in this world. Fuck me, right? Just <laughs> fuck Reza. It's fine. It's fine. No, it's, fu it's fine. I'm not mad. No. Why would I be? Not this guy. Absolutely not. I get. I guess. I guess we're. I. I. I guess the the thing is the reason I even want the thing. The reason only reason I really even broached this topic in general is because. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when it was me, you, Pete, and Kylie, and I made that refer? I made that giant analogy about a mole. Mm -hmm. Remember my mall uh, my mall analogy, and then I'm like, 
Microsoft bought ZeniMax, and that was like buying an entire chain of stores, mm-hmm. multiple chains of stores inside them all. And now I'm like, now they're going to buy Activision Blizzard, which is basically like buying a bunch of smaller malls. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't. Like, I don't have a lot of love for Activision Blizzard, but I do have like my issues with the idea of that kind of consolidation of power for like one in one place. And I know some of you are going to be like, yeah, but you don't really get mad about Embracer, about Embracer Studios buying shit up. But it's like, yeah, but they're not buying up like they're buying up small. They're buying up like IPs and shit. And like it's smaller... a lot of studios there, but they're far smaller. Yeah. yeah. It's not like uh, like take it from me, if if they if they did something that was going to raise a brow, you'd hear it from me at the very mm-hmm. least. I just don't really get that feeling from like this gives me such a different feeling. Like, the notion that Microsoft could mm-hmm. have such a stable of shit behind them. Which, you know, I want to segue to a story that happened earlier, Mm -hmm. like earlier in the week. I don't remember the impotence for it. I just remember I saw a bit about it, about, um, I guess it was Hi-Fi Rush. Its sales Mm -hmm. were good given Mm -hmm. its price, but its sales weren't great given, I guess, certain levels of expectation. Mm -hmm. You know, like... For what the game costs to make and everything, yeah. its sales were fantastic. But for mm-hmm. the expectations that maybe came with it, its sales weren't great. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah. That but, reminds me of uh, Square Enix and their expectations for Tomb Raider. Yeah, it's like, it's <laughs> like okay, so... You, you have expect... Like, having an expectation is fun. Expecting a game yep. to be have a certain level of quality, which, by mm-hmm. the way, just to make sure I'm clear, uh, Hi-Fi Rush is a great game. And mm-hmm. it's also 30 bucks. And, yep. you know, you could make the argument, would the game have done as well if it was more money? I will yeah, say, I, 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 will, I will say, I don't think as many people would have impulse bought Hi-Fi Rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very likely. You know what I mean? And I mean, it was also on uh, Game Pass Day 1, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's another thing that's kind of been coming up a lot, is like, Mm -hmm. this notion that Game Pass hurts games, or hurts Microsoft, hurts games. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Look, I've always expressed that I didn't fully understand the dynamic of having your game available on Game Pass... Mm-hmm. at launch that to me to it's an me, investment into the future to me to me that that almost sounds like cannibalism of your product uh, kind of sort of okay kind of sort of so it's not just me then because like to me it's, it feels that way it's a complex uh calculation oh, i'm sure because i'm sure it is for one Obviously, you have your permanent, uh, your monthly subscription money coming in through Game Pass. 
which the numbers there only stay up and rise if you're if what you have is good and if you have enough in that library so that intensive incentivizes them to put as many games into game pass as possible for one there's that mm -hmm. on the other hand obviously you don't get all the dlc and stuff for the games when you have it on game pass so there's still additional earnings uh there that you can get and on the other hand it's also possible that people learn about new games through game pass and you get more interest in certain things like that yeah that's probably yeah that sounds mm -hmm. about right yeah i don't know man i'm in the i'm in a weird i'm in a weird spot it also doesn't help that microsoft really hasn't had a home run like a real yeah. a mm -hmm. real genuine fucking knock it out the park home run in their camp in quite a fucking long time and that to to me that's such a crazy fucking thing to uh -huh. see you got sony over here knocking them bitches out the park and microsoft can barely get a game out the fucking gate or games are just getting canceled or in some cases we just stop hearing about fucking games after a while it's it's a weird place it to be, man. Depends. Yeah, they do have uh, they do have their uh library of games, but it's not uh, it's not an identically comparable one. Yeah, because in the past they had Halo as a really massive one. Uh huh. Yeah. Absolutely. And that one, what happened with Infinite was uh, really unfortunate. Yeah. No, Infinite. It, I. I would say infinite shot itself in a shot itself in the foot, but that would actually be a misnomer because getting yeah. shot in the foot means you might still be able to save the fucking foot. It was almost an infinite uh, series of mistakes. Yeah. It's just, I'm, I'm just saying that Microsoft hasn't really had a, a God of War Ragnarok level moment or a Spider-Man mm -hmm. level yeah, moment that's definitely or true. A horizon. You know, they haven't really mm -hmm. had those. And, yeah. I mean, to be fair, if we're 100% fair to Microsoft, that shouldn't surprise us. Because mm. Microsoft's only real staples that they've had for the longest time have been Halo, Forza, Gears of War. Mm-hmm. They don't have Titanfall anymore. On console, anymore. certainly, yeah. yeah. They don't mm -hmm. have Titanfall anymore. That That's now multi-platform. Although I feel like if the Xbox One hadn't mm -hmm. of fucked itself into oblivion at launch, Titanfall could have potentially have been a really good first-party thing for them that would have given them something to stand out. But because Microsoft decided to include a HAL 9000 with every single fucking console... <laughs> uh, yeah, among other problems. You know... You know, I'm gonna tell you the truth, CD. Mm -hmm. I'm just happy you got that reference. That's all that that. I'm just, I'm just happy you got that because that's the second How Nine Thousand joke I've made this month, and nobody got it the first time. Nobody. 
<laughs> Everyone's like, how 9,000? Yeah, I'm those like, people oh. are just ignorant. I'm like, oh my god, how do you not... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm a deal with y'all later. Y'all mm-hmm. not understanding the how 9,000 joke. I thought that shit was fucking cool. Uh, I thought that shit was fucking fantastic. But apparently, mm-hmm. how 9,000 fucking lost everybody. Fuck them, people. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Yeah, where was I? Shit. Yeah, no, Microsoft uh, just Microsoft doesn't have, India. doesn't just, do, they don't have that, they don't have any, they, they had Killer yep. Instinct, mm-hmm. and that just died. They didn't, yep. I mean, that that died, they didn't continue And if it. that's arguably not that great of a name in comparison, but it's their something. biggest things currently are, yeah, yeah, definitely. Their biggest names on console are currently Halo and Forza. That's it. That's all yeah. they have. That's they literally... do have other things, but those are not uh, not in that category. Bro, like I've looked. Look, I think did mm-hmm. me and you sat in on one of the Xbox shows years ago. Remember, we did mm-hmm. a we me and you kind of did a commentary about one of the Xbox shows. Yeah. And yep. like even we were like, Years there's ago. really nothing here exclusive for Xbox that really made me. That that's the big mm-hmm. reason I got rid of my one. It's not mm-hmm. because it's a bad console. It isn't. It's actually a, the one of the one X is a great console, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, the Series X is really nice. You know, how do you feel about that? You've heard about mm-hmm. the the ongoing thing about the Series X. The, this because developers now have to make a version of the game for the S and the oh, X. Oh, yeah, the problem with the S and the X. Mm, yeah, that's probably not helping them either. Is that really a thing, though? They have to make two different versions? You can't just... Uh, yeah, they have to... Be- they have to adapt. Uh, they have to make sure that the game runs on the S well enough. They can't just make an optimized version for the X. Ah, uh, right. Because that's the thing. The difference in terms of performance is significant between the two. Because essentially, I think the S is um, closer to the last gen of consoles than the current gen. I think. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a bit more powerful than last gen. It's not mm-hmm. by a lot. It's by it's by a decent margin, but it's nowhere near as yeah. powerful as the premium what well, premium one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, it it's this thing. So you have of, to make sure that it works well. The game works well enough there, and as we've seen with I think Gotham Knights, it was uh, yeah. There's only uh, thirty frames uh, per second is possible there. Sixty can do it. It's this this stuff weird, like that. It's this weird thing of like Microsoft. What they really need is like mm-hmm. a couple of really good games specifically mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. the the pro the bigger issue is is that I don't know, man. Microsoft's track record right now at just getting things out the door in general has been so mm-hmm. abysmal. But all they really need... In terms of is, the big titles, certainly, yeah. All they really need is just a couple of really big things mm-hmm. and then to get Halo back on fucking track. Yep. And then, like, 
because like third parties there everything mm-hmm. comes out for everything these days unless it's nintendo then it only yep. comes out for nintendo but you know it's everything comes yep. out everywhere Absolutely. these days so I mean, they even managed to get uh, Kingdom Hearts and stuff like that and uh, Persona, I think, on Xbox now. So, yep, third party is definitely there. Everything is everywhere these days. So there really is Mm -hmm. no excuse. Just fucking Mm. just make something. Yeah. Like, you guys have things. That's the problem. Sony has stuff like, as you said, Horizon, Spider-Man... Last of Us, Uncharted previously. Um, what's other stuff currently? Well, every whatever the uh, Spider-Man devs are currently doing, I think uh, the second one. And uh, were they doing a one? No, and they they weren't doing a Wonder Woman game. They were doing a Wolverine game. Yeah, that was doing, it. They're doing a Wolverine game yeah. next. Yep. Yeah, and Spider-Man too. Yeah, so, so like. They have that's coming stuff on yep. top of on top of just whatever they have else. Big comes. exclusives, even on... even if they are slowly coming on to PC as well. But still, and that's then, like, a big draw we, for many. Even if we want to just talk about maybe games that aren't exclusive to Sony, mm-hmm. but my but like a lot of the Trails games come out for Sony's console and the Switch. Mm-hmm. So you have a choice there. So you're mm-hmm. not getting those really any. You're not getting... You got the choice there. Those are the unique things. It's just... You, you got to have something. You can't... Mm-hmm. I feel like Microsoft has been writing on the idea that it's fucking Microsoft for a long time. There was a video talking about... do uh, Talking about do people who bought a Series X regret their purchase. It was... Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think What Culture Gaming made that topic video where they're talking about this mm-hmm. sort of underlying kind of buyer's remorse at this point for certain people mm-hmm. who've bought the console where it's like, yeah, like Game Pass exists and I do have stuff to play, but there's really nothing... You know, mm, yeah. There's nothing here that I couldn't have just played somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, Jedi Fallen Order might run slightly better mm-hmm. on Series X, but I could also play that on PlayStation or potentially PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> potentially, potentially PC. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, right, right. It's like you could. It's just, it's it's that weird. That, that interesting conversation. I don't, I don't even want to go into some of the weirder decisions Microsoft has made concerning their consoles, such as the mm-hmm. stupid US, such as the stupid SSD memory card bullshit things they came up with for the Series X. Have you mm-hmm. seen them fucking things? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, you haven't? Okay, I'll have to show you one. I might have, but yeah, uh, it's been a while. They it's don't, so. because they but don't have... They're probably similar to... Hmm. They're probably in a way uh, like the uh, additional SSD you can put in the uh, PS5, but without needing to open the dr- the system. Kinda, kinda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. But they're also like infinitely more expensive than just buying an SSD because they're proprietary. Mm-hmm. To just to just this console, and they never go on sale. 
Yeah, mm -hmm. you remember the Sony memory cards. I was about to say, so uh, we have a PS Vita memory card situation here. Yeah, yeah, we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back to that now. <laughs> Ironic. Mm. Hey, man, there's nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, it's all, it's all sick, it's all cyclical. It just goes around, mm -hmm. and around, 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 around. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. Nothing's just nothing mm -hmm. new. Anyways, everybody, yeah. I hope you've all enjoyed this lovely episode of the Term Basics. A little bit of a twist, a little trying something new for the mm -hmm. show for a change, giving some, you know, spices the flavor of life after all. And mm -hmm. sometimes I enjoy something tasty over something that burns the burns the taste buds off of my tongue. Sometimes <laughs> depends, depends. In any case, everybody, you can find our show on a variety of platforms such as Spotify, Apple, and Google, and our video show located on our YouTube channel, Turn Based Cynics, every single Sunday <laughs> without fail. Without fail. Every Sunday. It'll be live Sunday night, every night, every Sunday night, whether or not I like it. <laughs> It'll be there, unless the episode got fucked. But it did not get fucked, because I've been watching it the entire time. Thank you very much. That's good. Now I'm making that mistake again. Uh, in any case, everybody, hope you've all had a fantastic week. Hope you all continue to have a fantastic, fantastic weekend. Me, on the other hand, I'm on vacation. Don't know if you all know that or not. My ah, birthday nice. is uh, the, the next Friday. Uh, I'll be the ripe mm -hmm. old age. Are you ready for this CD? Are you ready? I'll be the ripe old age of 35. I got five oh years. My. I got five years left, CD. I got five <laughs> years left to the big 4-0. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that. Ooh. It's the, uh, it's the doomsday timer from fucking Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the doomsday clock. Yeah. <laughs> We're not quite to midnight yet, motherfucker, but we get there. <laughs> We're at 11.30, CD, 11.30. <laughs> the, the clock is ticking. <laughs> I hope you have a fantastic week. I've had a fantastic time with this show, and we will see, see. you all next time. See ya. All right, fantastic.